0: morning, Adam. How you doing, Jack? I am doing wonderful today. The sun just came out, so I was lifted about uh, 40
1: points. Wow. Yep. It's like a good thing. Like a little sunflower, huh?
0: Mm-hmm. Did you get any football in this
1: weekend? Nah, not yet. Just getting started, Jack. Give it some time. Give it some time. <laughs> Let the excitement you know, build, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, there weren't any big surprises with the cutbacks. Yeah, they have to get their rosters down today. The Browns are pretty
1: well set. Yeah. Well, by the time this show airs, we're ready to get the, 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 first, uh, the first games going, Jack, right? So, mm. yeah. Yeah,
0: looking forward to this season. Should be good. <laughs>
1: Hopefully be somewhat normal with crowds. I'll have, on to, account, uh, right? I'll have to email
0: a few people.
1: <laughs>
0: One of your favorites. <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about today. Ah, okay. You know, <laughs> when to use it. When do you use email? When should you use it? And we're talking office setting, not social. Pretty much office setting. stuff to separate the two, but we know what we're talking about, generally speaking. Right. So, when should you use email in a business setting?
1: <laughs> Good question. Good question. Um, well, it's, no, there's, yeah, go on. Well, the, the, there's so many things to choose from, I guess, Jack, because we kind of look at this. So, depending on who our audience is today, I mean, if you look at today's day and age, you have a lot of options, but I think the main options email, as you're mentioning, um, you know, you got phones and texts. You got social media, right? Um, I guess for our audience, we got a couple of questions here, right? Are Are you old enough to remember long distance calls, right? Those being a those being a big deal, or even perhaps even bigger than that, Jack, with the overseas calls, right? Hey, he's on an international oh, yeah. call, right? Don't, you know, you, you can't you can't bother that's you know short of an act of God, right? Um, or how about the rotary dial phones, right? Again, you know, you know, the, the, there's certain things where there weren't as many options. You know, you're even you go back even 25, 30 years ago, Jack, back, you know, back to the mid nineties when email first kind of started, you know, you, prior to that, that's there's a lot of folks who are still in business today who remember those old days, Jack, right? Where it was, Hey, it was a, uh, maybe there was a physical letter. You know, when's the last time you you, 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 wrote a physical, a physical letter, you know, was it for your pen pal back in the day? You know, so the, 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 there's different ways to kind of do it, but, you know, email is one of those things that survived since, you know, it's been around for 25, you know, almost 30 years now. Right. And there's been a lot of folks trying to, I think, sound the death knell for email. Like, hey, email's done. You know, we aren't doing email anymore or anything else, right? Well, you know, Jack, there are still some fax machines around, right? People still use fax machines, right? So people thought that the the, the email was going to kill the fax machines. And so it did a lot of damage to the fax machines, but they're still kind of holding on. So email's held on pretty well in business. And and, um, I can't think of the last person I've met, Jack, who didn't have an email address or multiple email addresses, right? So we all have them, to your point, and how we manage them, how we deal with them can be very, very different. And so I guess part of our show, or maybe our focus of our show today, Jack, are we talking mostly to the folks who are the high users of email? Is that who we want to kind of talk to about this? Or do we want to have, you know, just in terms of how to think about ways you can use to communicate stuff? What are you thinking about here?
0: I guess both of those, both of those. You know, when when do
1: you use email in a,
0: in a you know, in a, in a business setting? Certainly, to the the efficiency of being able to tell ten people your leader, your leadership team, or whoever it is, the one time message going out to all of them. That's you know, at once rather than ten individual messages or carbon copies. Since you're talking about ancient times here, um, it's carbon, it's very efficient copies. to. I like right. one, right. one message on status or, or um, you know, any, any, anything that's not critical as much as uh, important and critical, two different words. But to basically communicate as one to a group, that's one good way and probably the best way to use email in an office setting. Now you can do it with other other ways. You know you can um, use it to request information. You know rather than if you look at if you look at the the uh, the analysis online. If you look at different people who are discussing and talked about this subject of when to use email, the first thing that most of them say is that talk instead of email. If it can be talked. Pick up the phone and call. There's too many things that can go wrong with with emails and the intended message and the tone, and so to talk usually the clarity of communication is enhanced tremendously. But that seems to be a dying art, at least the perception is. People, uh, but what people
1: talk on the phone is a dying yeah. art. Or, or, okay, all right. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, having teenage kids, Jack. I don't talk to them on the phone very much. We'll text a lot. Have some emails going back and forth, but well, we'll see. You know, as our sons, you know, now now in college, we're trying to do like a a weekly FaceTime with them, right? That's kind of like our. We got to schedule it, right? You know, you know, there's been a few phone calls here in the first couple weeks, but not not a ton. So then, nothing compared to to text and email. Okay, so yeah, so maybe the phone is kind of a dying. People are afraid of that thing, right? Yeah, they are.
0: Look at they're good. People uh, eighteen and under. Think they use the phone much? It doesn't it doesn't seem like they do. You're closer to that with your your kids' age. My my kids
1: age, uh, no. <laughs> well, and, <laughs> big difference. Well and when it comes to high school, what you know, they do a little bit in grade school, mostly as it gets to high school now they start to get introduced to email, where email is still a, a big part of the communication. It's it's newer for them. Because their preferred ways of doing stuff is more on social media or text. Um, you know, email is something that they have to kind of learn, you know, because like, it's, it's not it's not as natural for them. But it's something that as you get in high school and, and in college, that's a way that a lot of things are, are communicated is via email. And so it's kind of putting them into that and getting them ready. I think to your point, getting them ready for the business world, which is where there's that's still a, one of the primary forms of communication. Again, when you come in, you know when, when you if you if you get hired by a new company, they're going to get you a, a phone number and they're going to get you an email address, right? Usually, that's with a couple things that they start, so that you can make sure that you're able to communicate. So, how you start to kind of choose those, right? So you know, I think that's kind of your point in terms of how do you kind of balance those and understand that we each have our own preferred methods of communicating and. I think a lot of our folks who might prefer email, Jack, or probably some of our folks who tend to be a little more introverted, um, perhaps some of the folks who are a little more tech, uh, tech oriented. But there's a lot that goes on with email. To you, your point, in terms of the, the overall tonality. So what's a what what the person receiving that email? How's it going to be received? You know, is it received with excitement, and and, and what comes to the tonality of it in terms of how you write? You know, is it all in capital letters? Is it one big you know, long diatribe of stuff. Is done in nice little neat bullet points? In terms of just how you how you go about doing it, there's different ways to kind of go about doing it. But I, I think one of the biggest challenges that we've seen, Jack, and this is something that I know you've ranted on a lot over the years, which is, you know, emails are interruptions often. In time. Right? So I've got whatever I'm trying to do today, and all of a sudden I've got emails coming at me 24 seven, and vying for my attention. And if I'm, if I'm working on a computer, or I got my smartphone yeah. with me. we we're often have, we often have notifications that are there letting us know, Hey, it's poking you. Hey, you got somebody who wants to talk to you. You got somebody who's trying to communicate with you. Right. So what do you do? Do you ignore it? Or you, you can't, know, Well, it, it? It's, it's
0: on your mind, no matter what, you know, you got to answer it sooner or later. So it, uh, studies, studies show that it takes 32 minutes You get back to where you were if you're interrupted with with, uh, an email and you read it right away. You don't necessarily respond right away. By the time you get your your mental uh, machinery recalibrated uh, and start to think again, it takes 32 minutes. Wow. So that isn't too efficient for pushing through things. And if you're the boss, which you are as the owner of a small business, When you send an email, it's usually moved to the top of the list. It's going to be interrupted in a big way, especially if you get a big, complex four-page, six-page email. Somebody dumping all night. (laughs) (laughs) Now what do I do? I come into work and I have my day all set, my morning all set. And whammo, here's a here's a big interruption, a big intrusion that I have to I have to answer.
1: But yeah, so the run. boss, but the boss isn't viewing it that way, Jack, right? You're you are talking about how it's being received from the the the, the, the team member's standpoint here, right? Yes. Here yes. I have this this big email from the boss and it's it's in my inbox and I have to respond to it. Now maybe I got maybe I, I got alerted to it when it came across at eleven o'clock at night or three o'clock in the morning, whatever it came across. And so to your point, it's been there whether I looked there I, you know I'm thinking okay I've got something there and it's is it a good thing or is it creating some stress and some some challenges or confusions perhaps well if you're if you
0: as the sender of the email aren't aware of the the power that you have as the owner of the company um, and then many aren't they just kind of happily dump dump whatever in their brain and got a hot idea at three in the morning so they're you know writing it up and sending it to to the uh, to the team the team gets up in the first thing in the morning and oh man what a bunch of crap this is <laughs> so when do you best use those you know you use them for simple things for sure status to multiple users or multiple recipients that's good um Timely information, brief. To be brief is is to be, you know, beautiful. It's just, that's what you want to do. You want to convey something to multiple people. When there's long rambling, multiple pages of stuff, why? Why is that the case? I mean, why do they do that? You, know, you, you, you could maybe discuss that with a legal issue with attachments and you want documentation for certain things. I could understand that but to basically email a long rambling letter in the middle of the night. That's not a thinking good practice to do, I don't believe. I can't (laughs) think actually if too many things to, uh, you know, I could see doing it for myself, my own files, but to bring other people into it, it isn't part of the planning process. Maybe it is, but there should be time set aside each week, each month, each quarter to be addressing those things.
1: So what? Stick it in your draft folder, or you're saying what? Just send it to yourself.
0: Yep, that's what I'm saying.
1: Versus versus sharing with with everybody else <laughs> on the team or the rest of the world. Keep keep some of those thoughts to yourself. <laughs> you can't right. you can't do
0: too many revolutionary things in a year. You know, it, uh, especially with you know a company that has 20 employees, 15, 20, 30 employees. It's it's a small business, and people's schedule is is uh pretty difficult to keep if you get those kinds of intrusions so email I don't I don't like emails personally there's too much done, too much said, too much time being you know read leading to no end. I like status reports. that means that we, we spent some time in the trenches putting our plans together and our projects together um, you know nothing Nothing is so urgent that requires us to drop everything to take care of something. And a long, rambling project thought process coming out of nowhere just is, to me, dead wrong. You do it at a different time when, when it's planned to do it. And your, your projects that you're tracking outside of something that happens today, a major problem with a customer or product, uh, it can wait. It can always wait. So, you know, if you're requesting information, you're applying for a job. Okay. Those kind of things are okay. But to, I I guess I'm against the, 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 the big subjects coming out of the blue.
1: Yeah. It's not necessarily a good place to have a discussion back and forth. I mean, to your point, maybe maybe step way back here, come back to me. We talk about just, there's a handful of different popular ways to communicate and, it's often helpful to set some, maybe some simple rules around these things, Jack, you know? And so by way of a, a very simple example, I remember years ago, we had a client of ours and uh, he and his son had had a rule and when it come, came to texting, that if they went back and forth more than a couple of times, it's like, hey, let's pick up the phone and talk about it, right? Because obviously the, you know, texting can be good for, hey, you know, it be sharing a story or a quick comment or, you know, whatever it might be, that's okay. But the idea of having a discussion on text. It can, it can be very difficult. So that's say we realize if we're back and forth, it's like, you know what? Let's just, we're already on our devices. Let's just go to the phone piece and hit the phone. Let's, let's talk, right? right?
0: That's good. Look how simple that is. That's right.
1: So, you know, the same thing could be true for your email, right? And so that's one of the things that we did years ago, Jack. We, we started to <laughs> recognize you know, this being a challenge, right? Where we get, and I think we all have our own stories of these, right? You, we all know people who are like this, where they send you an email and then within minutes, or even a few hours maybe, they'll text you or call you and say, hey, did you get my email? You, you, you haven't responded yet, right? <laughs> and so we learned long ago, Jack, was it, it was helpful to have some of these very simple rules just around terms, you know, not only for us to, to kind of know how to prioritize this stuff internally, but also as we're, you know, communicating out to the world in terms of how, how we approach stuff. And so we tell all of our clients coming on board that, hey, if you have that more urgent need, you know, to your point, well, the best way to get hold of us from that standpoint is going to be via text or phone, and you're more likely to you know, either get hold of us right away or certainly you know very quickly. We said email in in our world that's a 24 hour response time. You know, so you know we, we aren't checking emails all the time. Uh, we don't have the email open where it's you know it's dinging us, letting us know that we have. I guess we, we we learned right again. You know it's not a good thing you know for us either to have that kind of you know ding us. So we we set up times during the day where we'll go look at email, all right? You know, I've got a a pattern. You know, in the morning, you know, once during the day or in the evening, that I'll I'll check emails, right? And so, hey, you know what? If you have something they want me to review like that, okay, and it's it's not urgent, we'll get back to you within 24 hours. And so, having just kind of different different little things like that in terms of how you want to communicate and and do it, but I think it's you know it starts there, but also again come back to be aware of the person you're talking to or communicating with. And even though I have my preferred way of communicating, Jack. That may not be your way of preferred way of communicating. Now, I don't always have to do your way, but again, it's a matter of just, you know, maybe I should do a couple of those things back and forth or try or, or adjust, or as you were mentioning too, in terms of how I'm doing things, if I'm emailing people, being aware, and it's something we talk about a lot here on, on the show as well as in, in, you know, off the air, Jack, is behavior and, and things like DISC, understanding people's DISC styles. And so if, if I'm trying to email a D, I better do it in a, you know, a couple lines, a couple bullet points, because otherwise it just it's going to it's going to it's going to glaze over and they're going to they're going to put it in a folder somewhere or where, where somebody else is going to deal with it. Right. Yeah, well, that's right. Versus if I'm talking to if I'm emailing a C style person, which is, you know, on the, on the spectrum. Yeah, you, you can give them some where it's going to scroll and you got you, know, you got paragraphs that are there and you got 16 attachments. And again, so for them, it's great because everything is there. Right. Everything's there for them to kind of go when they want to dig into it. Right. And then you have every, everybody in between. And so being aware of, of who you're communicating with in terms of what's kind of going on. And, you know, you mentioned, hey, if we're trying to communicate something to, to, to an entire team, an email is a good way to do that. Sure it is. But so is getting them together. You, you can do, you know, whether it be getting together physically to pull them all together in one room or starting to utilize some of the other technology we have today, you know, using things like Zoom and that. To say, hey, let's get everybody together. Let me make sure I communicate the message to everybody here. And... What's different about that is also I can see how people are receiving the message, Jack, right? Because when I'm emailing them, even though, you know, I think it's the, the great way to do it, I'm not getting that feedback in terms of is the message landing? Is it, you know, are, are there questions or confusion kind of going on? So that, I,
0: that makes that makes emailing almost less obsolete or more
1: obsolete. Right. You know, yeah. when we, if we start and thinking tech, about that's what
0: technology does.
1: Right. Right but but again as we know come back to whether it be the fax machine or the or the phones or uh, as, we're, as we're getting ready for the show i was thinking about our buddy casey case Yeah, you, know, you remember him Jack? oh yeah uh, a long time ago one of the one of his famous bits on you know on his weekly show was the, the long distance dedications right remember those right so we have we can have some long distance dedications <laughs> in terms of how we're gonna go about doing stuff and uh you know, with today's day and age, it doesn't seem like anything is long distance, Jack. Halfway around the world, we can communicate instantly. instantly right. right. And so, okay, is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's neither. It's just, it's a thing. It's a question of how you start to, to utilize it and, and make it part of your business. But so, yeah, so as email is evolving here, could you make a case, Jack, that in the next 10 years, that email has almost gone by the wayside? Yeah, much Maybe. much
0: like the yeah. fax, like, like much like the fax machine, right? Or even in some of these uh, companies, that little purple ink uh, that you can get high on, smelling on it—that uh, I forget what the Ditto machines, it. yes. Ditto, ditto machine,
1: machine. Yes. right? Right. So, w- w- yeah, they came off the, the machine, <laughs> nice and cold, right? <laughs>
0: Have you seen any of those lately? Haven't <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> seen any of those in ten years. No, there was there's one little company. Oh, that's so
1: there's, there's always somebody doing, but yeah, it, it's going on. But again, so so email is there. It, it's a it's a key tool that's used right now. But to your point, as technology starts to evolve, will something else maybe take over or not? People are, are going to hold on to that because I don't know. It was you and I talking a couple of days ago, or was talking to somebody else about this? But you know, part of the birth of social media is you, you just think back, um, even probably maybe five, maybe ten years ago, what used to be really popular was these email chains people would forward, you know, be forwarding his emails, right? You could see it was it was a long chain that may have been around the world a bunch of different times, you know, and so to forward those things. And so I haven't seen one of those in a while, Jack. I don't know about you, you know, but but I, I haven't seen one no, of those I in haven't. a while. I haven't. And I think what happened is that stuff all kind of went to like social media. I, mean, I think your point is something that email was being used for, what you know, is now all of a sudden, you know, you know it, 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 it's somewhere else. And so instead of instead of emailing people files now people are often just using things in the cloud. Hey, they're using, you know, tools like Dropbox or, you know, or, or other tools that, that kind of put things there. Hey, it's there, right. You know, it's there. And, and maybe you get an, an email notification, or maybe you get a text notification. So it's a question of, again, what do you want? As I, as I was saying before, as we look at what the, how, how the kids are kind of coming up, they're having to learn about this stuff. They're having to learn about it, but um, eventually be a pushback saying, Hey, we don't need that anymore. We, we have a new technology that, that's, that's doing everything that email could have done and it's doing it as well or better. I, I don't know, because we still have a lot of email newsletters, don't we, Jack? Yep. Yeah. You know, uh, physical you know, newsletters are coming back too. you know, when, when, when the mailboxes got empty years ago, all of a sudden, you know, people, Hey, let's start putting those physical things back there. So I, I don't think email is going away. It's a question, of, I guess. How does it evolve? How do you start? No, there'll
0: be there'll be people who throw themselves into it, understand it real well, and it becomes part of their their habitual way of doing things, and they'll stay with it. There'll be a, a certain percentage that will stay with emails, just like there's probably a percentage that stay with faxes and ditto machines, and they they aren't going to learn again. They don't want to absorb this. This new technology—it's—it's it's too daunting. Plus, it changes so quickly, you know. So, yeah, a lot of, I, I, email won't go away, and it shouldn't be abused. And it—it it often is because people just aren't thinking and and don't have uh, a little sense of, oh, I don't know, um, a sense of being rude with it, because it is—it's—it's it's, it's a real. It can be a real downer.
1: <laughs> so every time every time you get a ding or a new email coming in you aren't going ooh, great all excited about a new email coming you're going oh, come on <laughs> who quit bothering me you know who's bothering me with all these emails right so that's a that's a good that's a good that's a good note for everybody if, if you guys you know, if, you know jack's good side just keep sending a bunch of emails over and over again right and maybe you'll get them to respond eventually would just say stop <laughs> that's right that's right. You know, was talking to press with the stop sign we used to have years ago, Jack, you know, tell them just to stop, stop the insanity. <laughs> yes. Remember those days. They were good. So, so yeah. Uh, big part of the message today is just to be aware of this, right? And and, and, and and give a little thought in terms of what's your preferred way to communicate, because again. You know, the old style phone is often a good way to kind of do stuff, or you, you can use Zoom today, Jack, or, or, or any kind of video conferencing. Same thing. But the, the idea of uh, being able to see and hear and have the interactivity, that's part of it too, because you can't necessarily have discussions on email and text. You can a little bit, but it's, it's, it's different, right? Because you have time to think about stuff and to react, and you're going back and you're you're analyzing, well, hey, what's that mean here? Or, you know, why'd they say that? And again, all of a sudden, things that were never meant or all of a sudden being, you know, delved into and looked at this way and that way. And it's like, wait a minute, no, yeah not- different.
0: Right. You're absolutely right. You know, it's just, it's, it's too intense. It isn't, it isn't comfortable in that sense. You know, you gotta right. be a little, a little too, you gotta be wound a little tighter. You can't tell jokes the way you'd like to. You can't tell if, if somebody, oh well, you can have, you have a sense of if they got it right. But, uh, that's something we got to learn. By the time we learn it, it'll be obsolete. Something else will replace
1: replaced it. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, or yeah, I spelled Carrie's name wrong and, and the rest of the group notices. So the, the rest of the message is totally forgotten. All it's talked about is the fact that I misspelled somebody's name, right? It's like, wait a minute. What are we talking about here? Hey, here's the, here's the point folks. Here's what I'm trying to be able to kind of do. And so, you know, to, to think about how you, how you use the communication. How is it helping you? How's it helping your business? Um, to your point, Jack, as a, As an owner and and a leader of the business, how are you using that? And be aware that every time that, again, whether you're sending emails out, whether you're texting somebody, whether you're calling them, every time that happens, there's a certain amount of stress that gets created with that, right? And it's something that we talk to the owners and our clients about a lot, Jack, which is the idea of getting in touch with their power, right? Right, exactly.
0: Great point. That's right.
1: And almost everybody we talk to about that, Jack kind of has a sheepish grin. It's like, what are you talking about? My power, right? You know what? What am I doing? And they're thinking, well, again, just the fact that you're the owner, you have certain power, and, so, and people will pay attention to you and, and what you say and, and 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 your communication differently. So be you know be aware of that from that standpoint. So if you're just having a a mind dump of stuff, okay, well, hey, maybe that's a good mind dump to kind of put in your in your folder for just you to kind of look at and let it sit for a day or two before you kind of come back to it versus sharing with the whole world. Hey, I want to make sure I share this idea with you, Jack. Right. Okay. Right. But what do I do with that idea? Jack, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on. You know, I don't know what's going, <laughs> I'll take it to the next step. And all of a sudden, yeah, I, you know, I probably lost more than 32 minutes at that point. Right. I probably lost hours or more. And so that's a, that's a very interesting stat you brought up Jack, because again, if you think about that, it, just two interruptions in a day, you've lost an hour of your day. Right. In terms of, okay. So <laughs> I think we've all had at least a couple of interrupt- interruptions every day, probably more, or maybe again, we're the person causing those interruptions. That's right.
0: And, and, and I mean, it makes such great sense. You know, you, you get that thing, you get up before you get back to what you were doing. You have a cup of coffee or you, you know, go talk to somebody or you stretch and your, your thinking isn't where it was. It takes a while to get back to it. Right. So. So, so yeah. we can have, we can have, we can have these highly efficient companies here if we just get rid of email.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's your push, huh? That's it. Well, if you, know, if, if, if you think about that, if if email were to blow up tomorrow and you couldn't use email anymore, we'd all yeah. pretty, we'd all adapt pretty quickly, I would think, much like we all did, you know, back in the spring of 2020 when COVID first did. You know, everybody started, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, you start doing something different. You figure it out and you start to use different tools, different ways to communicate, different ways to kind of do stuff. And That's right.
0: We're very innovative and, and uh, resilient and just uh, keep the atmosphere right. Don't have too many people regulating it. and it'll be pretty good. And we'll find solutions to most things.
1: <laughs> and as, uh, again, one thing we discovered here in the last year and a half too is that a lot of these technologies, Jack, are already there. Just most of us haven't been adopted or started using them yet. So they're there they're waiting for us to kind of to kind of get into them and we have to leave other things behind before you jump into those sometimes. Right. So. Yeah.
0: That's a big problem. Right.
1: So we'll see. So we'll see, but this is, this is good, this is a good, a good topic, a good discussion to kind of talk about this. Cause again, we know many people might be aware that they're maybe abusers uh-huh. of emails or maybe using it incorrectly, but a lot of folks maybe aren't aware of it. So hopefully as we're listening today, they can't kind of think hey, wait a minute. Am I that guy or am I that gal that all of a sudden I'm the one that's creating all kinds of stresses and problems. And, and where i think i'm doing a great job communicating I'm, I'm i'm using these tools maybe incorrectly and 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 using them wrong right right
0: i think that's a good analysis of what we're trying to say today
1: excellent okay well good <clears throat> well appreciate you listening to the show today and if you missed any of our prior shows you can get them all at mm-hmm. our website of Dirty Secrets small uh better yet if you have a smart device you can use that and Subscribe whatever your favorite podcast player is, whether it be iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it might be, you can subscribe to it. Uh, we usually drop a new episode every Thursday morning, so it'll be delivered right to your right to your smart device. Uh, this is episode two seventy nine, so we've got uh, we're approaching three hundred quickly, check. So we got we got lots of of content. Most of our shows are are evergreen stuff that again, it's not that's related to any point in time. Uh, these are good principles in terms of how to kind of approach and run your business. So. Any questions you've got? I, I challenge you to go to our website of Dirty Secrets of Small Business You can click on the episodes button there, and all two hundred seven ep- episodes will be there. There's a button there. There's actually a box where you can search for it. Jack, put in a question. Whatever question you've got, chances are we're going to have a uh, we have a, at least one, or maybe multiple episodes that kind of address that question. Uh, mm-hmm. And we can do it. And you know, these these shows last anywhere from maybe twenty five minutes to an hour, and can get you know, get you some insight in, on some of these key these key topics. We try to do that every week for you. To kind of be able to share that. And we really appreciate you being part of uh, part of the show. If you have thoughts, questions you want to share with us in between, you can do that in a couple of ways. Uh you can email us, come back to email jack. Uh i <laughs> at radio. We haven't gotten
0: too many of those,
1: have we? Oh, we do, but I make sure I respond to them versus you, Jack. That's okay. I keep them out of your inbox. But uh can do that at at radio at maximumvp.com. Again, radio at maximumvp.com. Or you can give us a call. Okay. Uh phones work great, 877. 877- eight four nine zero six seven zero so those are great ways to be either be part of the show to get your questions answered uh some comments you know would be fantastic Uh, but that's what we got for today again thanks for listening and we'll we'll talk with you all next week see you then